If you don't know, I'm Kayla, and I am a Christian lifestyle mentor with a huge desire to help you grow your relationship with God. How do you do that? Well, like any relationship, it begins with effort and creating consistency. And if you've been wondering what that looks like for you and your relationship with God, I've got some resources available just for you. Head to hiswordmywalkpodcast.com or check the show notes for this episode in your listening app for the links to get you to my free masterclass and some brand new resources available just for you, including a hot off the press daily devotional through the Proverbs. Now, remember that church sermon on Sunday, that book you read, that scripture you saw on social media, and you knew immediately who needed to hear it? Like that post about forgiveness was definitely for your cousin, and that sermon all about being a good steward of your finances was definitely for your girlfriend. Well, today, I'm going to challenge you. I'm going to challenge you to receive God's word for you, all for you. And when you do that, there are two things you can experience, and I'm telling you, they will change your life. Welcome to His Word, My Walk, where my desire is to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and yes, even challenge your body. I'm your host, Kayla, just your girl next door, healthy Christian lifestyle mentor. And for the next 20 minutes, I'll be here in your ear to drop some truth, encourage you, lift you up, and share insight from my own life about how God's word and my daily walk go together. So lace up your sneakers, head out the door, and let's get into it. All right, y'all, I'm going to just drop the mic right now, right from the jump. It's time to stop always thinking God's word is for someone else and start receiving it for yourself. Do you know that one of the most common reasons we as believers struggle to hear from God and to receive what he has for us is because we are too busy thinking it's for someone else, thinking it's not for us, thinking we have it all together, thinking there's always someone more messed up than us who needs to hear it. Well, today I'm here to talk about it. Like, all about it. And I pray you stay with me because this is one of those episodes that will probably hit you right where it hurts and call you out a little bit if you allow it to. This is one of those episodes I pray is full of things that make you go, hmm. (laughs) Again, I am that generation and that will become even more clear later on today. So stay with me. There's no shortage of quotes and sayings all about focusing on you. There are studies and there's evidence of what focusing on yourself first can do. And especially in this day and age, we are aware of it, right? I mean, whether we actually put this concept into practice or not, there's no arguing that we are aware of the fact that focusing on yourself first is crucial to your own growth, happiness, and just life as a whole. I mean, you spend the most time with you. You are the most committed to you. You're in it for the long haul with you. So if you haven't been focusing on yourself, and if you haven't been bettering yourself or at least thinking about it, then I encourage you right now to do that. Start to see the value of you. Look in the mirror and speak life. Speak God's truth. Speak positivity and growth and purpose into yourself. You do it. You speak it. You take the steps because, well, who else do you expect to do it for you? Okay, that's truly not where I was intending to go with this episode. I feel like that happens every time, but I do have a point I'm trying to get to. And once I hit that point, it may be a challenge for you. So I thought I would just take a few moments to pump up your tires a little bit. All right. Now, you might be thinking, I totally apply God's word to myself. 
I know I am blessed and highly favored. When I hear God's promises, I hold on tight and receive them for myself. I know the blessings of Abraham, and I know I'm a joint heir with Christ. I know I'm above and not beneath. I'm the head and not the tail. I speak all of those things over myself. Blessed going in and blessed coming out. I'm surrounded. I am victorious through Christ. The battle is already won. I'm an overcomer. I am more than a conqueror. I receive his truth for me. Okay, yes. And if that's you, then amazing. Your faith is what keeps you going and your faith is what brings that victory through Christ. And I'm right there with you. I know who I am and I know whose I am. And as a child of God, I receive all of that. Now stay with me because I want to turn the tables a little bit. And this is where the foundation of a true relationship with God is crucial. If you've ever wondered why I'm so clear and so consistent and almost pushy with speaking about God in the way of a true relationship, it's because understanding that is what changed my life. I have begun to recognize, like truly recognize my relationship with God in many of the same ways I recognize relationships that I have in life on earth. The time we spend together, the promises we make and keep, the trust, the communication, the fun, the joy, and even the hard conversations. Even the tough times, even the times when I may not want to talk about something because either it's too hard for me to talk about or I'm in denial or I just can't see the other side, that is what I want to spend the next 15 minutes or so talking about. So here's the thing. I want you to be honest right here. When was the last time you were in church, listening to a sermon, reading a book, and your first thoughts were, ooh, my husband needs to hear this message right here. Or, man, I wish my kids were here to listen to this message. It's exactly what they need to hear. Honor your mother and your father. Make your bed, clean your room. Every example the pastor shared is exactly what my kids need to hear. I'll be the first to admit that was totally me. (laughs) Every Sunday I would be leaving church wishing someone else had heard the message. Message about overcoming depression. Oh, my friend needed to hear that. What she's going through, this was the word for her. Message about forgiveness. Oh, my cousin, he needs to hear this. He has been upset with me over the dumbest thing for years. He totally needs to hear that message right there, that exact message about forgiveness. Read a book about pulling yourself up out of the pit and becoming more confident in yourself. Oh, my girl, she totally needs this. What about this? Spent time with God this morning in his word and was reading about being a good steward of your gifts and talents and finances. And oh my goodness, that is exactly what my friend is going through. Man, she really needs to get her finances in order and stop spending so much. This verse I read today is totally for her. Let me send it to her. Now, don't get me wrong. I am all for sharing and I am all for using messages and books and especially God's word to encourage and lift up others. But here's the thing. If you truly believe God is sovereign, which means he has supreme power and authority, then don't you think there was actually a purpose for you to be there, to hear that, to read that? Like a purpose for you to be there for you, not just so you could relay the message to someone else? I can't even explain to you when the shift happened and if I had an experience that changed everything for me, but I began asking God what he has for me. I started to make sure I looked inside myself first. Now, if you follow me on social media, I share my personal morning Bible time with application and prayer every day. And if you don't follow me, you can find me on Instagram at Kayla Praise. But 
I often find myself using these words when I pray through a scripture. Holy Spirit, help me examine myself. Now, when this shift happened for me, I committed to go into any church service, any book, and any scripture with a determination to receive for me and examine me. Now, it's not always easy. Hence, the prayer is often, Holy Spirit, help me. But I had to realize that in my relationship with God, if I want to treat this like a true relationship, then I can't just take the things he has said to and about me and only listen and apply and fully believe the ones that are easy to receive and seemingly beneficial for me and fun and exciting and joyful. But I have to also receive the ones that will teach me and guide me and correct me, sometimes in a tough way. You know, the Bible is very clear. Second Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17, they say this, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. That was the New King James version of that scripture, but let me share with you the NLT, the New Living Translation, which is the translation of the Bible I choose to read daily. It says it like this, All scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. That part, right? Let me say that one more time. All scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. So I want to simply share with you today what can happen when you actually receive God's word for yourself, like all of it. First, you can receive his blessings. I know I covered this a little bit already, but it's true. And you know what? There are some blessings available to you and every one of God's promises available to you as his child that you choose not to receive either because of your own self-doubt or your own questions or just not even knowing it's there. And that's the point here. Have you ever felt jealous of someone else? Even jealous of another believer? I'll tell you, I've said it before. How come they have all the blessings? How come they have all the things? How come they are speaking it and receiving it? And I'm over here serving you, Lord, and I'm struggling. Well, I don't have all the answers for you because I'm not God. But I can tell you God is strategic. And I can tell you God sees you and hears you and loves you and trusts your faith. So do you trust your faith? And do you trust what God has for you? And do you trust what he has said for you? I mean, it shouldn't be a surprise, but in order to receive God's blessings, we have to know what his blessings are. We have to know who he is. Remember, the Bible is also very clear that God never changes. He is the same God who rescued the people of Israel out of bondage from the Egyptians back then. He is the same God who healed the sick back then. He is the same God who provided for his children in such a way that while they wandered around the wilderness for 40 whole years... Their shoes never wore out. Like, think about that. 40 years and their shoes never wore out. Now, let me teach you a little bit right here about spending time with God and getting to know him and growing your relationship with him. That same God who never let their shoes wear out, he's my God. He is your God. Now, does that mean he will never let your shoes wear out? Um, well, for me, according to my donate pile and trash can and bottom of my closet that may need a clean out right now and don't even let me get started on kids' shoes, right? Well, in that case, 
I would say it's pretty clear that my shoes have worn out. So does that mean he doesn't love me? Does that mean he loved the children of Israel back then more than he loves me now? Does that mean he's actually not the same God? No. What it means is that, oh my goodness, God provided for his people in a miraculous way. He took care of them. They may have been grumbling about their situation and so, so much more, but God still took care of them. Can you recognize God providing for you in a miraculous and creative way? Maybe it's even in a similar way to the Israelites in the wilderness. Have you been thinking you just don't have the finances to buy a new thing, but you're totally missing out on what God has maintained and kept in working order, not wearing out? Here's something about me I don't think I've shared in any previous episode. I drive a 2005 Toyota Highlander. I have had that car since it had six miles on it, brand new, purchased in Huntsville, Alabama. And here I am now, 17 years later, still rolling. It actually brings me so much joy. You know, I could look at other people and I could think to myself, oh, wow, how come they have a brand new car and here I am still riding in this old thing? And I have said that a couple times over the years. I definitely have. But actually now, as I've grown in understanding God, the first thing I think about when it comes to my car, well, actually there's two things that I think about first, but like the first first is... I have not paid a car note since 2010. Yes, 12 years of no car payments. My car has been paid off in full for 12 years. Now, can I add up that financial blessing? I mean, come on. Oh, and the second thing I think about first, my car has a cassette deck. Yes, it has a cassette deck and a CD player. And if I want to use my phone through the stereo, I still have the cassette with the wire that comes out, then plugs into the adapter, then plugs into the phone, and you have to make sure the volumes are in sync, otherwise it's some serious feedback. Sure, I could have upgraded the stereo system, and I've even gone into some places to do that, but there's something that just keeps me with the factory settings. There's something about that cassette deck that I actually like. Now, if you have no idea what I've been talking about for the past minute, then, well... I praise God that this show is reaching the next generation, but go ask your parents about the cassette deck adapter for cars. (laughs) Look, I say all of that to say, it was that story from history, that story of the children of Israel and their shoes not wearing out, it was that story in the Bible that made me see my vehicle as an incredible and miraculous and creative blessing. And to know, like really know, that the same God who kept their shoes from being all busted That same God has kept my car from being all busted up too. And now I honor him with that car. I take care of that car. I steward that car well. It's not a flashy status symbol. It's a confirmation of who God is. And it's an opportunity for me to share God's goodness with others. So what is it in your life? What blessings are you missing because you don't even know how to recognize them yet? I'll tell you this, you're not wrong and you're not behind as a Christian and you are not immature. Don't let people try to tell you that. But I will say this, the more time you spend with God, the more time you spend in his word, and the more you ask him to reveal exactly what you need to hear for you, and then you ask the Holy Spirit to help you hear for you, then you will also begin to recognize him in your own personal life, sometimes in the most funny ways and inside jokes that just nobody else would understand. And truthfully, that's the fun part about having a real relationship with God. So start looking for him in your life. And again, ask the Holy Spirit to help you receive God's truth for you. Okay, that was the great part. 
But now on to the second thing that can happen when you start to receive God's word for yourself. You can receive his correction. Yes, I said it. And I said it like it's an opportunity for a reason. You can receive his correction. Remember that scripture I quoted earlier from 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. It says, All scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. See, this is the part right here that sometimes can take some work. This is the part that is tough to admit. This is the part that we don't often talk about. But I'm here to talk about it and to challenge you because, well, it's part of a relationship. It's part of God's word. It's part of growth. And it's part of moving on to the next thing, which is usually the next blessing. If you have a friend in life who you can never have a tough conversation with, how deep is that friendship going to go? Like for real, if you can't be honest with them and they can't be honest with you, if you can't give them feedback but also have no interest in hearing their opinion about you and them giving you feedback, which would better you, then, well, you might as well just call yourself acquaintances, if that. But God, he calls you friend, so act like it. True friendships mean having some tough conversations. True friendships don't beat around the bush when it comes to the truth because the truth is what needs to be said to get to the next level, not just in the friendship, but for each of you individually. Proverbs 15 verse 32 says, If you reject discipline, you only harm yourself. But if you listen to correction, you grow in understanding. If you're struggling in your relationship with God, And if you have this desire to grow, but you don't know where to start, and every time you try, you get hung up and you just can't seem to pick up momentum, well, first, are you rejecting discipline? Have you actually heard from the Lord, whether through the Bible or through another person or in your own mind and heart through the Holy Spirit, something that you need to change to correct, to grow from? And are you sitting on that thing and not changing at all? Are you not putting in any effort to actually change? Are you being stubborn in your own ways? Well, then you're going to just stay like that, stubborn in your own ways with no change. It's just the truth. You say it to your children or like me, niece and nephew all the time. Look, you can keep trying to do it your way and basically stay where you're at. Or you can let me teach you how to do it my way, which is proven successful. And that will eliminate that frustration, that delay, those tears. But it's up to you. It's up to you. And if you're actually struggling to grow your relationship with God because you're struggling with the discipline of creating consistency and spending time with him, then hit me up because that's actually where I thrive. Helping people create that consistency and find the time and find the discipline. I got you. But I'll leave you with this. The next time you head into church, listen to a sermon, open God's word, or even listen to a Christian podcast like this one, Try going into it with the mindset of, God, what do you want to teach me? And ask the Holy Spirit to help you examine your own heart before thinking of others. And yes, share this podcast. I appreciate you for sharing. But my true prayer is that everyone who listens, and that includes you, everyone who listens receives from the Lord what is needed for their day, their week, their life. Don't listen to this podcast and receive some words that I speak. Receive from the Lord what he has to say just for you. 
Thank you for joining me this week. My prayer is that this episode was able to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and challenge your body. The His Word My Walk podcast is here to serve you. So if you haven't already, you can check out more of my programs and services at hiswordmywalkpodcast.com. You can also find me on Instagram at Kayla Praise. If you could do me a quick favor and leave a written review in your listening app, I would really appreciate it. I'll see you next time. Thank you.